Welcome to the Pioneer Forage Forum, featuring news and information important to dairy professionals working for successful animal nutrition. Today we're speaking with Pioneer Nutritional Sciences Coordinator Dr. Bill Mahana about techniques for taking and preserving samples. Mahana notes that sampling is an important aspect of the new crop feed transition process, and the analysis of a sample is only as good as the sample itself. A lot of times we want to look at laboratory error and point our fingers there, but I think sampling error can be a much bigger issue. The other thing I would caution people, particularly as they get into Sampling some of these uh, our larger bunkers and piles is that um, really pay attention to safety when we do that. There are some companies who don't even allow their nutritionists to walk up to the face of a bunker anymore because of the safety issues. Um, you know, what they require is that the producer will um, scrape down some feed or uh, face down some feed, and, and uh, then the nutritionist will sample out of there. One of the best ways really to get a uniform sample, so reduce that sampling error, is to put it into a TMR mixer, just that one feedstuff, and mix it and then uh, take a sample out of that. That works very, very well. The magic number for samples, if you really want to look at reducing sampling error and, and laboratory error, the magic number is 12. Uh, but most people don't take anywhere near that many samples. So what we can do is, if we were sampling the face and not putting it through a TMR mixer, uh, maybe take uh, you know, 12 to 15 samples across the face, put that into a five-gallon bucket, mix it up, and then dump it on the ground. And then the laboratory technique is called quartering. Just take your uh, hand or a trowel or something and just divide that in quarters. Take one quarter out and then divide that in quarters again. Get down to the size of the subsample that you really want to send to the lab. The other thing that helps is if, for example, uh, a crop like corn silage is more difficult to get a representative sample from than would haylage because we've got the cob fractions, we've got the kernels, et cetera. That's one nice thing about processed corn silage. It's probably a bit more uniform for us to take a representative sample from. Once good samples are obtained, it's important to preserve and ship them properly. And uh, depending on what kind of analysis, you really need to communicate with a lab how to handle it. Uh, in some situations, if you're just looking at nutritional analysis, you could freeze that uh, sample, should not be an issue. If you, however, were looking at uh, microbial analysis or something a little more sophisticated, uh, better talk to the lab because they may want you just to refrigerate it and not to freeze it. I do think it's good to ship the samples, you know, in such a way that we're not going to be over the weekend at a uh, UPS distribution center or something like that so that we don't get any kind of yeast growing in those samples, which could bias the results. So the National Forage Testing Association on their website has some good information on sampling. If you talk to any of your labs, they provide a lot of good information. Uh, and again, I would encourage people that uh, sampling error is probably a bigger issue for us than is the laboratory error. That's Pioneer Nutrition Sciences Coordinator Dr. Bill Mahana. We invite your feedback, comments, and questions at worlddairydiary.com. I'm Cindy Zimmerman with the Pioneer Forage Forum.